Worky Ticket Theatre is proud to present our bonus episodes to complete Series 1 of the Woman Up podcast. This includes four real-life interviews with some of the women who inspired our audio plays. These podcasts contain adult themes and some strong language. Hello, Jojo. Hi, Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we're back in the studio in February 2022. In fact, it's 2-2-2-2 today, (gasps) the date, isn't it? That's exciting. Oh, that's scary. Um, So, yeah, we are um, about to release three more new episodes of the Woman Up podcast. So thought would come in and just have a little chat about how things have changed if anything's changed um since we recorded those first episodes and did the the audio plays um so how's life been for you personally personally (laughs) go on get that bit out the way well i've had covid right since then excellent yeah it wasn't very nice um and i think we had that Omicron mm-hmm. version of it just after Christmas. We only just recently all yeah. got over it in our house. Yeah. It was wildfire, wasn't it, before Christmas? Because I think when we recorded the, the plays and stuff, that was like end of October, mm. beginning of November. And things seemed to be calming down quite a bit then. And then... Just, was like, I was getting excited. Oh, the yeah. theatres are opening and we're going to be back. And, yeah. and everybody felt a little bit. And then it, all of a sudden it was... Christmas. Well, it seems like things were open, but only at 10 Downing Street. <laughs> yes. I thought we were going then. to start talking about this. <laughs> oh, I'm going straight in there. Yes. Straight in there with it. Me and you have been raging. Well, everybody's been raging, mm. haven't they? So, um... Yeah, and I, I think um, what has hurt a lot of people is that they've lost family members yeah. and then, you know they found out that the rules weren't being taken seriously by the people who set Made the them. rules, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and that includes um, my family and, and me, um, because this last year I lost someone and, you know, I was grieving and mm-hmm. and, and it just, you know, there was times where I couldn't go into the hospital to see him. I was in hospital last year as well and uh, my kids couldn't come in and see me and there was lots of different rules that affected me personally and yeah. you know you hear these horrendous stories I've been reading lots of stories about people who've lost not just um family members to COVID but cancer oh yeah you know um really serious things happening to people and then you find out that they just wanted wine yeah. and cheese and yeah. it was lots of work events yeah well actually listening back last week to the um, the video recordings and the audio recordings that were done when we'd interviewed all these fabulous women for um, this podcast series, it really kind of brought it <laughs> into focus for me, you know, being reminded of, um, you know, Leslie, who we'll hear from in, uh, I think, the next episode, who was grieving completely on her own and, um, you know, just it's easy when things do open up and life seems like it's moving back to normal to forget actually what some people really, really went through. I mean, publicly as well, when you were seeing what was happening, you know, 
um, when, when we come to reclaim the streets. And I remember seeing people raging on social media, how dare those women get together? Mm. We're going through a pandemic. And it was like, well, actually, you know, they were protesting about something really important. Yeah. Um, the same with Black Lives Matter. How many people pulled, you know, um, all those activists apart for, yeah. you know, standing up for what they believed in? Um, at, where, where are those same people now? Like, are they saying... Are they pulling Boris apart? Are they, you know, and, and I think it's all those things that are making people, you know, think about, or are they thinking about it? I don't know. Well, what I, do think you we've, think? I think we've got, we've, we've ended up with this kind of culture of where um, we think he's a little bit hilarious, don't we? And he's a little bit of a joker and, oh, you know, isn't it funny to have a comedy prime minister? <laughs> um, but yeah, let's not make this whole episode about about Boris um so yeah I think it's just really nice to to revisit this and to um you know look at those those interviews again and just to tell people a little bit more about the women who inspired the plays Mm. and obviously we couldn't we couldn't talk to everybody who filled in that survey that we put out which would have been amazing but we did get such a great response and you know I know you read every single oh, one no. of those surveys and I, I think that's what makes it more um makes me more upset and angry about everything because obviously things personally were happening to me but I you know I was feeling the impact of every single woman that I interviewed every single woman who you know th- there was people that we didn't interview that rang me up and spoke to me personally about their situations that they were in where they had miscarried and were on their own Mm -hmm. where they had to give birth on their own where they'd lost you know like someone in that person had to die on their own funerals was that there was a woman who rang me and talked about um you know that that um our mom had died and they couldn't have a proper funeral Mm -hmm. and it's just those massive things you know that you think this was massively impacting people not just women but you know, um, and then the other thing that I just felt that was important was when we were actually interviewing, you know, and obviously people are going to be listening to these real life interviews as well. Um, the maternity stuff was pretty hard hitting. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of women who refused to be interviewed, but they would speak to me, mm-hmm. but they didn't want to be recorded. And I think because they were still living it and they were in shock, you know, they had their babies but they were in shock, you know, they hadn't seen midwives, they were denied birthing partners, you know, they were going through quite a lot of stuff and they just didn't want to talk about it. They yeah. wanted to maybe talk to me a little bit yeah. and say, yes, I'm part of that group, yeah. you know. Um, and then obviously some of them had come from the chat, being referred from the charity Pregnant and Scrooge and, yeah. and, and you know, the, the, you know, I don't know, for them, that was a, a huge group of women who I think just... Now we might start talking about it more, yeah, you know, because yeah. it's. Well, I think that goes for women who experienced lots of different things. You know, it feels like hopefully we're kind of coming out of the trenches a little bit now, and people are starting to put their heads above the parapet and be a little bit more reflective, and and possibly we can, you know, pull out some positives um, on reflection that when you're in the thick of it, I know for me in the middle of the homeschooling, I could not have picked mm. out anything positive about that. This time last year was my... We were ill. Oh, <laughs> we I were mean, both like, what is going on? I was 
hitting the wall the February half term was a real low <laughs> for me um but now with a year you know kind of with hindsight I can look back I can see some of the hilarious things and I can also see some of the really you know funny things about it and the the nice things about it the, the benefits that have come from it I was talking to a friend last night whose husband is a, a touring musician <laughs> I nearly said a touring magician there, <laughs> I actually been. thought you were going to say that <laughs> I don't know maybe he does magic at the same time um <laughs> Yes, he's a touring musician and um, he left yesterday for like a, I don't know, four or five month tour of the States. And it's really hard for her because she's got used to, she said, you know, I've just got mm. used to having him around. The kids have got used to having him around and it made us kind of chat about how our kids are of this generation where I, ne- I never had mm. three or four months with both parents at home and as stressful as it was and all the rest of it, the fact that you couldn't go anywhere at weekends, you couldn't do anything, that enforced family time, I think on reflection, is something that we've got to look back and cherish because we're not we're not going to have that again, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, I know. We do say that, yeah, but we don't yeah. know what's around the corner, do we? The only thing I would say to that, and yeah, I guess that is, you know, nice and... And lovely, and I, I and it, it definitely was like that for me a lot. Mm. You know, I appreciated the people that I lived with more. Oh, absolutely. But actually, I think this kind of we, we can't, and I hate to go back to Boris. <laughs> but I hate this idea that everyone thinks that we're going to get back to normal. Like we have just been through it, where one person caught COVID, and I was at that ethical stage of do I send my other son to school? Mm-hmm. So I didn't. Um, and so he was off school for nearly <laughs> nearly two weeks. Mm-hmm. He eventually caught it, and my partner then got it. And then the impact of then my little girl getting it, we didn't know whether she had it or not, because how do you test a baby? Yeah. But um, we just assumed. And then it was only until the end of everybody coming to their 10 days that then I got it. Yeah. And so then I had all that time in, all that time off work and then I got it and I was ill and my partner was back at work. So I had three kids off, you know, and I think it's that idea that actually families are still being massively impacted by it, you know. Um, And not just me, it's just an example. families and schools and hospitals and all the rest (gasps) of it. But obviously, I mean, again, hopefully we're coming out of the other side of that and hopefully by the end of March, Mm -hmm. um, you know, staffing levels will recover won't they if they this isolation is is yeah. over with what will we talk about if when if we don't say we're self-isolating what will we have to talk about what will people say <laughs> when we're all not ill as well what will people's excuse be when yeah. they don't want to go to work <laughs> yeah but i think um no it's been good to look back at those interviews with a lot of space between them um and just remember how difficult those times were, but hopefully to see that we're kind of moving in Yeah, and direction. I mean, the, the whole point of this project is that we really want to accession these um, audio plays and these real-life interviews into a museum yeah. so that it creates this her story yeah. and that we continue to, to preserve, you know, and archive all of these stories yeah. so that we see it through women's eyes and women's well, stories and so that future generations of girls can listen not just girls but you know um 
kids, teenagers can listen and hear about how bizarre it was. Yeah. You know, I think it would be really hard. It's it's almost like us hearing stories from our grandparents about the first time they the air raid siren went off and you know mm. it's so real for them that thing of running to the shelters and all the rest of it and we just you know it's really hard for us to get our head around so I think any way that we can preserve this really unique moment in not just northeast history obviously global history is is really important so fingers crossed um we'll get it into a museum eh? yeah that's the next part <laughs> and um and then hopefully you know we're still looking at funding um, and trying to make a second series. Yeah. Um, and, and hopefully that'll happen. Um, of course it will, man. <laughs> of course it will. It's me and you. I've got the bit between my teeth. <laughs> lovely. All right. Well, lovely to chat and catch up. And um, next up are our two um, episodes with our lovely interviewees. Woman Up has been funded by the National Lottery Heritage Fund. The podcasts are presented by me, Sarah Hughes, produced by Worky Ticket and edited by Studio 26.